0: of She Speaks Stories and today is going to be a different kind of episode. A little different. Yes. Um, So Katie is an avid, avid reader. Like it's, it's her hobby. (laughs) And so, um, and then I will say I am not. But (laughs) thanks to Audible, I now am. And I'm more of a listener is what I'm realizing because I, um, I have a long commute uh, with mainly during the school year. So I kind of started this during the school year. And Gwen, you started this Audible craze with me. Right. Yeah. Right. And so um, when we started this, I would drive up and back to my kids, go to school 36 miles away. So I would go up and back, up and back every day. And I was getting this little Audible subscription and I couldn't stop listening to the books. I mean, like I was so, like to the point where at nighttime, sometimes I would stay a little bit longer in my driveway listening. Like, do you know what I mean? you wanted to finish the chapter. Yes. yes.
1: I totally get that. And I would turn,
0: I because I get so into it, there's some that I I can't deal with slow talkers. I, I don't know oh. why. Like slow talkers <laughs> stress me because I'm like, I'm like, hurry up and tell me what you're thinking. Like, what is taking this so long? So I now have the speed on some books, I have it at 1.25. Some books, I have it at 1.5. And most recently, this one book that I just couldn't wait to hear what was going to happen, I had it up to 1.75. Now, I will say they sound like gerbils. I, I could never ever. Yeah. I it's like that. Alvin and the Chipmunks. I could oh never do man. that. Because
1: I, I like to hear their accents. I like to hear their... When I listen to yeah, books on yeah. tape, mm-hmm. I like to end the rhythm mm-hmm. of their voices. I love that And too. their yeah. description. But you... Have a little ADHD,
0: don't you? I, th- you know, I've never been diagnosed <laughs> with it, but I do think I do because I can't wait. Like I right, just can't right wait. There. Yeah, I. And you wait.
1: are just a, a fast,
0: yeah, person. Yeah, like yeah. And I just I can't wait for it to. And you're you're
1: a curious person. You gobble yeah. up information and stories and, well, and even I will tell when you, you listen to me you lean in you yeah you're eager you're, well and I'll you say know. this I so this good. has made me good even, trait. well
0: it's made me appreciate stories even
1: more oh absolutely because mm-hmm.
0: I normally when I'm reading a book I'm reading like um like a Christian theology yeah. kind of book yeah. do you right, know what I mean right. These books mainly are stories. are stories, and I mean, I am, like, on my edge, like, true. listening but to But it. stories
1: it's with true. points, stories yeah. that open up your mind. Like, for example, Krista Hayden Sharp last week yes. when we interviewed yeah. her, mm-hmm. one of the I things that. that literally changed the trajectory of her life was an English teacher in high school yes. who um exposed mm-hmm. her to literature from all kinds of different countries cultures. and yeah. cultures, yeah, right. so I it opened her too. mind and gave her a passion yeah. for... Um, and, and an and understanding yeah. of how different people live around the world right. and
0: well and I think too sometimes people are not book lovers because like me I will say this at night time if I open up a book I'm sound asleep right and then it makes me feel like um, I'm less than. Like, why can't yeah. I love books too? Right. Well, now I love books, but I have to love them on Audible. You know, Which there I, is
1: no nothing Yeah, I know. That. It's not like cheating. Really? I know. It feels like it, though. <laughs> I think you
2: probably then are an auditory learner. Uh, exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely I am. And that's I mean, how
0: God created you. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm either there an any auditory learner or and, and I'm a visual, visual. learner. Yeah, yeah me too. i yeah. both of those. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Because always, when I'm listening on Audible, I always have to like pause it and then go over to the website. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the website, the like the internet. <laughs> what is going on with me? <laughs> Katie, I'm taking your chemo drugs. I've now got chemo marine. Oh my gosh. I'll go look up on the website just to see what she looks like. Like if they give their like this one I book. I love that. They're talking, Me she's too. talking about her brother. I had yeah. to go Google it right. because I wanted to see what the brother looked like so that I had a better understanding of his facial expressions. Yeah. yeah. I mean it's Aww. yeah but it, because I'm visual and yeah. I just I right. want to be able to see it. Right. So all and of that's and yes. you're a
1: learner and and that's why you're a good leader.
0: Well Katie has talked about books like I mean literally since I've known Katie yes. for 13 years. She talks about books all the time and I would just be like well, I'll get that sometime. And so <laughs> now I'm so sucked into it. And Gwen is uh, Gwen is doing Audible with me. And Gwen, and so, you've
1: always been a uh, reader. Yes, no, she reading. loves books I too. Know. But now you have another format. That's fun. It is fun, and you can get stuff done. That's what I. That's like what I better. love.
2: Yes. So I can clean or I can cook. Yes, yes. And I got started because all of a sudden I wasn't my job wasn't nine to five anymore and i wanted to watch hamilton oh yeah in new york city yes. and so and, and i still every day i still try out for the lottery in baltimore or new york and do i you used really? to do it in dc yes but so far no but the first book i did on audible was 37 hours oh
0: my heavens. and it was hamilton, hamilton.
2: and it was history lover here art history lover here it was amazing. I, that
0: 37 hours 37 is 37 hours. Goodness. I know. The majority of mine are between, like, 9 and 13 hours. But if you make them at 1.5, they're much less. <laughs> <laughs> so, here's, so this is what we're going to do yes, today then. right. All right, so we decided, as we were looking back, um, summer is the perfect time for stories. Yes. And it's the perfect time for summer reading. So all of us right now have got books that we talk about a lot to each other. So we're going to share those with you. So this is not us interviewing a guest, but telling you our favorite summer stories Mm -hmm. that we have read this summer. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we're going to do. It sounds a little odd, but I think when you listen to this, it's going to make you want to go to Audible or go to Amazon and buy these books.
1: Or your library. yes (laughs)
2: Yes, <laughs> for free. Can I tell you something?
0: My mother-in-law would love, love you right now. Because you know, she's a retired yeah. librarian. She well, would be saying, "Yes, Katie, Kate, yes.
1: Kate, I respect you totally. I yes. love librarians. I love libraries." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, what you when you hear
0: about these books, go to your library if you want a physical copy, or you can go to where you yeah. get your audible books, auditory books, how you say it. Okay. <laughs> All right, who wants to go first?
1: Katie, I want know, to- I'll start okay. with just a very, very quick one. Um, that Tattooist of Auschwitz was um, a novel, a true story. I love to read I do, too. I do, too. And mm-hmm. true stories. Memoirs. Yeah, I love Memoirs. It. It. And it's a story about a Slovakian Jew who was oh. imprisoned in Auschwitz uh, for over two and a half years. And he uh, was fluent in a bunch of languages, so when the Germans found out, they made him the man that would meet, you know the deportees at at the line and tattoo them. Wow, put, put the number on them. And um he, one day this uh, this woman named Gita came came through, and he looked in her eyes, and it was love at first sight, <laughs> and he vowed right then and there that he was going to find her, and that he and her would survive, no matter what it took, mm-hmm. and that he would marry her,
0: Wow! and
1: it is a story of selflessness, and courage, and bravery, and him mm-hmm. taking outrageous risks to help people, wow. and love people, and it was fabulous. I won't good, give it away. Good, good. I won't good. give it away.
0: I want to. Now that makes mm-hmm. me want to put that on my list on Audible. Actually, you know actually,
2: what? I'm, I have it on well, Audible, and I started it, and it's like,
1: mm, well, but that's good. Is, yeah. So it's it worth it. I think why it was one of my favorites. Yeah. Right now, when you're going through something hard, to actually read about the oh, lives of people yeah. going through something absolutely horrendous it's not like you're like reveling in their pain but you're like how did they deal with it wow well, yeah exactly yeah. Gwenny. what I mean they like,
2: hope what did like they like my nausea
1: and my you know and my shaved oh, my God. shaved head and I'm like these women were literally oh, their shaved. they were so degraded they were so and you know the nausea and and I'm like these people survived on gruel and I don't know. It
0: just—I've well, I'm telling you, I've got my Audible app up right now, and I'm putting—I've already put it on my wish list. It is. Yeah, one inch of self wait.
1: pity. Read the tattooist of Auschwitz. Right. <laughs> oh,
0: that's good. That's a good word. Okay, so that's, that's good one word. of mine. Okay, um, Gwen, you want to do one of yours? Um, Gwen and I actually—here's the deal with Gwen right. and I. Gwen and I have similar reads right now because we're reading them either we've read them at the same time, or we once read them and then the others following mm-hmm.
2: up. Um. Can we do with the, our favorite one so far uh, of the summer? Born a Crime? Yeah. That, Born a crime. That's Born. one of Well, our ones. two
0: favorites. We have two favorites yes. this summer.
2: Right. And one well, of them. let's start with Crawdad.
0: Crawdad. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> that one's like the fresh one. Right. Okay. If you guys have not read Where the Crawdads Sing, Ooh. it's so good. And Gwen came in this morning and said that she just heard that Reese Witherspoon bought the rights of this book and is getting ready to do a movie. So oh, I no. am so excited <laughs> about that. I cannot <laughs> even wait. This book, y'all. I, one of the nights, I had that thing up to 1.75, and it was at 2 <laughs> o'clock in the morning because I could not get enough of her. It's true. She's it amazing. true. I want to be her well, like given, her I you.
2: haven't Okay, yeah. Gwen's a better descriptor <laughs> than well, I am. Okay, so it starts in the marshland of North Carolina um, on the coast. And actually, uh, the genre of the book is um, it's actually called this, I can barely say it, Bill Dunkramont. Bill Raman oh. Roman.
1: So, never even heard of it.
2: Never though. did either. But that's how it's listed, and it's also like a Who Done It too. So those two. Interesting. And I think that Bill Roman, was started by Charles Dickens when it's um, the formation of a person, oh. uh, the spiritual growth of a person. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. All right. So
1: that's what that word means, or that the genre, like yes. it's a story about the formation. Spiritual formation of a person, right? Or what the they, for, yes, so the formative years. You gotcha. know, the description gotcha. of the formative
2: years. Cool. So uh, Kyla is a, a, a young girl in a um, a family uh, in uh, they're very poor. Uh, her mom leaves her. her not too much. Don't her tell Her mom us too leaves. Much. Her dad leaves, and what's going is. to happen? Yeah,
0: her? it's. And I'll tell you this: I am so eager. To see who Reese Witherspoon would put as Kyla. Yeah. Because, Katie, her features are have to be so striking. Mm-hmm. She has got this long, gore, in my mind, in my <laughs> mind's eye. She has, because this is not a memoir. It's this not is, a memoir. Is, so no. Yeah I, yeah, I couldn't her. Google anything. It was in my own mind's eye. She has this long, stunning black hair. And I can only imagine, because she primarily lives outside. I mean, she has a... a shack that she lives in but she's primarily outside in the marsh she has to have the most beautiful olive skin we've ever seen Mm -hmm. i mean strikingly long black hair because it talks about that about that and then i can only imagine that her skin would be beautiful olive but um let me tell you she uh the one thing i love about this novel is that when i first read it where the crawdads sing in my mind i absolutely thought oh this is placed in Louisiana. Mm -hmm. I just uh, for sure thought that's where it was Mm -hmm. because I always crawdads crawdads Mm -hmm. Louisiana. Oh, yeah. No, this is in the marsh of North Carolina. And Mm -hmm. this made that, this East Coast girl quite happy. Mm -hmm. And so everything about this, and what I love is that whoever, the one, Gwen knows more about this author Mm -hmm. than I do, but the woman that wrote this clearly knew her way around the marsh Mm -hmm. because it is all about North Carolina marsh lands. It's just lovely. Really? It is just so beautiful. And it's about, it's really, you develop a love for that yes. that whole way of life that they are that they are a part of. It. I'm telling you this. I
1: cannot wait. It I'm is very it. so very good. Very good.
2: Um, Delilah Owens is the author. It's yeah. her very first novel. Cool. Uh, she has her background. Which can
0: you imagine your very first novel and it's literally and it's going. It's not only a New York Times bestseller, but now Reese Witherspoon's going to make it a movie. Right.
2: Right. It's um, so good. She has a background um, in wildlife and studied in African wildlife. You can tell. You can tell. So she is a scientist. Yeah,
0: and you can tell because Kyla
2: Kyla at heart is a scientist. And and so Kyla, um, Delilah is able to describe um, Kyla's strengths because they're her strengths. Yeah. Yeah. And really, but there's this artistry or lyrical. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, feel to her words which you love which I do such and creator and Kyla's an artist yeah she yeah. is so she's able to ah. draw what she sees yeah because she wants to group them in categories and all oh, this whole Marsh world yeah and then there's a, so and, and there's a love story in it. Yeah, and then I was just gonna say there's
1: any there's romance.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah. There's I a lo- like
1: Marshall Yes,
0: no, there's a love story. <laughs> I like <laughs> Marshall's but. I like love stories.
1: Well, there's a there's a love
0: story in it. There's also a relationship with her siblings mm-hmm. and oh, cool. it's okay. You, then it talks about also relationship poverty. with her. Yes. It, it's really just amazing. Mm-hmm. It really is amazing, and the thing I love I think about we're it is be
2: telling too much I know we're telling too, too much. much. I'm so
0: sorry, but it does. It also gives you perspective of other people. Yeah. I mean, it really yeah. is so good. Yeah, so. and
1: I love that.
0: Yeah, I love all that. right, Katie, what is your next um, one?
1: Because Gwen and I clearly are. No. here <laughs> You know what? I want to hear about the crime one. Oh, all right, all okay right.
0: all right. Now let me tell you this one. Mm-hmm. I could not fast forward this one, and it's not because I grew. Um, like it was boring by any It's because Trevor Noah, he is the he's the author of it, and he's also the Audible person on mm. it. What does he it reads it? He reads it. Yes, oh, I'm like, what <laughs> is it called, Gwen? He reads it, and um, he his description and voice. You don't want to miss a thing. You mm. don't want to miss a thing. He but is very
2: funny and he, a little bit potty mouth.
0: Yes, he is a potty mouth. But <laughs> I will say this: he is incredible. You leave with a better understanding of who he is. The culture he grew up in, and I, I at some points, Katie, I had to pause it and just think about what he had just explained to me.
1: Well, mm. what what is the? It's, crime? it's about him
0: growing up in South Africa, mm-hmm. and he was born oh. a crime because he was a mixed race child, oh, which was illegal. Goodness. It was illegal
2: here. I thought it was a whodunit.
1: No, 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 no. no. It's, it's, it's about
0: autobiographical. It's, it's An autobiography, and it's I an
2: autobiographical. Comedy, yeah,
0: and, but yeah, comedy.
2: T- comedy. But I'm telling that's, you this—that's the name of this of the genre. Yeah,
0: there is, there are absolutely parts in there that are funny, and then there are parts in there that you
1: want to pause it and solve. Would you miss some some of the richness by reading it instead of listening to it on Audible? Do you think? I think that the Audible. Is the way to
2: go because he's reading it. He reads it. it. Yeah. So, and I do like that. Yeah.
0: And what I do is his mother has got a major role, obviously, in this movie because it's autobiographical.
2: But, but... Oh, no. But a movie is being yes, made. Yes, and I yes. But this one, too. But when yes.
0: he does his mother's voice in it, <laughs> oh, my gosh, you just fall in love with her because oh, you see mm-hmm. how, man, she loves her kids. Oh. And she... But she also, I mean, man, it is such a good book. It is such what, a good um, book.
1: When did he grow up in South Africa?
0: His whole childhood. But yeah. I mean,
1: like, how old oh, is he oh, now, oh, would oh, you oh. guess?
0: Um, I would say, like... Um, I would say late, maybe 30s. I don't, You know what, let me look it yeah, up. Yeah, I would... Uh, let me go to my Google. Yeah, I
2: would say, like, well, uh, in curious, the 80s. like in the like, was 80s. happening in South
1: Africa well, apartheid um, and... Well, and
2: when well what God. happened? Um apartheid wasn't illegal until nineteen ninety one. Okay. Nineteen ninety one. Yeah, isn't that crazy? It's that crazy. And in nineteen forty eight it began. Um uh you know the Dutch settled in South Africa and he's thirty five years old, sorry. Yeah. So then that would make it um he was born in 1984. Right. Okay. 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 So, so I would recent, say... Recent. Yeah. 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 But... In
1: the, yeah. in the later 80s and into the 90s. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. I have a really close friend who grew up in South Africa. Really? Yeah. Nadia that lives here. And uh, talking to her... Oh, my goodness. Um. So I can't wait to read this.
0: Well, you also realize... I mean, like what you said about Krista and reading uh, and experiencing other cultures. When you see... His culture through his lens. Mm. Oh my heavens! I mean it. It Mm. is. You need to get this. It opens your mind. It 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 really opens your mind. It breaks
2: your heart. And it (laughs) it
0: forces. It it really does force empathy and compassion. Yes. Because while I because I would never understand that. Like Right. As as a white female, forty five year old white female, this is the most foreign thing for me to understand. But man, you. Fall in love with him and his perseverance and his mom's perseverance and hmm. truly, man, it's it is an and it's, amazing. It's read. called
2: "Born
1: a Crime." Yeah, yes. because he was born a crime. Okay, I got it.
2: Now, Susan, you and I visited. Yeah, yeah, South, South Africa. Africa. Yeah. Did you imagine some? Did you imagine? Yes, I did. Mm-hmm, like the smells of it yeah. and the the and we what what year were we there? It was in the. Was it like well, it was 2005, five, two
0: thousand? And don't you
1: kind of wish you had read that book before you went? Like
0: 20, I think it was 2008. Okay. Yeah, right. something like that. Right. Yeah, because it was before the kids came home. Right. And I'll tell and you. And the
2: smells and still yeah. the separateness.
0: Well, and that's the thing is that when he was talking so much about um, the culture of white versus black there,
2: mm-hmm.
0: it really is still so segregated there. Mm-hmm. And even though it is, it all that, that has gone because of Nelson Mandela. Mm-hmm. I tell you, it the segregation is alive and evident mm-hmm. there. And so when he would talk about certain things, you're like, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. And actually, yeah.
2: um, I looked up, apartheid actually means separate.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. So
0: All right, well, there's another one. All right.
1: I to get <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and
0: I will say this. You... His, I agree with Gwen that Audible is the way to go on that one yeah. because his voice and hearing his talk about his mom and anyway, it's good. It's a good, good book. You, le- you leave that book changed mm-hmm. and you think, now what am I supposed to do with this? Yes. Right. Like right. that's the thing right. is that when you, that's the way right. I did with almost with the, the other, one of the other books I read this summer. You leave there and you just kind of sit back and go... Well, now what, Laura? Yeah. Now oh, what, Susan. Now I know I, this. I wasn't
1: going to talk about this book because mm-hmm. I read this years ago. But when you said that, thinking of Krista Hayden Sharp yeah. again, in listeners, if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it. Last She's week, amazing. Yeah. But I read a book years ago called Sold mm. about sex trafficking, a true story of a Yes, young I've read gal. that. Yes. and that Now was, that I've read, actually. <laughs> That yeah yeah rocked my.
0: Well, it's it's another one of those books world. that when you when you're done,
1: I, you say I now what now what do God, I do what do I do my heart is broken I can't have read that and understand that this is happening in the world and do nothing. That's the show thing is that show me show me show me. That's but, the good word yeah because you say now now Lord.
0: I, you, there's a purpose in us reading these stories. So what do you want our actions to be after we've read them? Yeah, and, and I think especially the memoirs, especially it, the autobiographs
1: that are that are real. And even the fiction in mm-hmm. trusting that the authors are shaping ideas and shaping mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. you know, through their characters. Teaching, teaching us things, but, um, because through stories and the yeah, that stories. stories really do so change true. lives. Yeah. They change lives. They mm-hmm. do. Um, but okay. That was a side note. I love okay. That. Now tell us your, <laughs> your other one. Gwen and I've told okay. you are two. <laughs> All right. Um, this one, it's called sensible shoes. Sorry about my voice. No, you're Why? good. Oh, you're doing that. <clears throat> It's called Sensible Shoes and it's a story about the spiritual journey that's the tagline. Mm-hmm. It's fiction, really, but um the cool thing about this book going through this cancer journey, one of the one of the blessings, one of the good things that God is working is that people that I would not connect with are reaching out to me. And I'm just having these fabulous conversations with people and relating to them. And this this one gal reaches out to me on Messenger and she says, you don't know me, but I know you because I was in the audience when you taught Alpha, which is a a basic course in Christianity that that I used to teach at our church and um she said i uh my story lines up so much with your story her spiritual you know formation and everything was a lot like mine and she said i just could relate to you so much and then um she said that she heard pastor todd um talking one Sunday morning about this book that I had recommended called With.
0: Yeah. Remember when I was on that
1: kick and I couldn't stop talking about With? Yeah. And she said, so I went out and got that book immediately and she said, it rocked my concept of God Mm. completely. And she said, I could not stop recommending that book to absolutely everyone. And I laughed because what a kindred spirit. When I read that book with and and this friend of mine had told me about it for years and I kept blowing her off, you know, not, I know, yeah. not but I got a stacks of books on my nightstand. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll get to it. When I read it, I'm like, oh my goodness. Um, to the point where I bought 20 copies of it. My small group pitched in and I would literally hand it to people like that. I thought it could, it could change our concept of God and bring some intimacy and some, some true knowledge of how he wants to, interact with us. Okay. So she's telling me all this. And she says, and now I've listened, I found your podcast. And I heard you I heard you have cancer, and she said I was so absolutely compelled to recommend this book to you. Mm-hmm. Because she said I've I've been being formed in my faith, but this particular book has given me tools to make my faith actually come alive and be be uh, more experiential, more hmm. intimate, more um just just deeper. And she said, so now I can't stop recommending this book to people. And someone had recommended it to her. Yeah. And What's she it about? said, Okay, so it's is- <laughs> I'm like, I wanna know, I wanna know. Make your and and one point seven five. <laughs> As Susan's like, yeah, could I, <laughs> tell me what it's about. Can I make you talk faster? <laughs> it, it, it's written by this gal named Sharon Brown, and she is a spiritual director. And she has like a PhD from Princeton Theological Seminary and, and um, uh, Kathy Lee Gifford, you oh, know yeah, yeah, yeah. She This was she listed as one of her favorite things, yeah. this book, and so just highly recommend it. But what it's about are these four different, finally, these four different women that all end up at this spiritual retreat center for different reasons, okay? And they all have, you know, different issues. And then they go through this time of spiritual direction um, at this retreat center. Okay, that might sound boring, but there's four women, okay? Okay. And I think why I loved it is because I could see a little bit of my story in each one of the women's stories. Mm. Um, There was Hannah. She was a pastor who doesn't realize how exhausted she is. Mm. Meg, a widow who had become a recent empty nester and haunted by her past. Mm. Mara, a woman who has bounced from relationship to relationship trying to negotiate a difficult marriage. Mm. And Carissa, a hardworking graduate student who just wants to do everything perfectly and get everything right.
2: Mm. So each
1: one of them, Mm. you know, has some issues. So the one I related to the most, I think, was this Hannah. She had been a, a pastor at this church for 15 years, loved it, loved her work, loved helping people, loved teaching, counseling, ministering to the poor, and just busy, 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 busy. Her pastor comes to her and forces her to take a sabbatical for nine months, and she is ticked. She's hurt. She's mad. She's angry. She does not want a sabbatical. She feels shunned. She feels, um, not good, and replaced, not good enough replace not good enough and angry mm-hmm. but he insists because he detects in her an emptiness mm-hmm. a kind of a loneliness kind of a um kind of a wearing the role of pastor but not having um the love life the mm. the the
2: Canibacy.
1: passionate mm-hmm. love life.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, he just detects that in her. So she goes off and, and, and part of it is to go to this spiritual retreat thing. So while she is there, God uncovers so much, just the lies that she's picked up over the years, the false self that she's mm-hmm. operating out of kind of some glibness where she's really good at counseling others and saying um Christian cliches and she believes them to a certain extent and yet really has never let them into her own soul mm. and let them change her do you know what I mean? Yeah. And um and I think two reasons why I related so much to her character. One, years ago I went to a um to Billy Graham's uh Cove, it was called it, the Cove yeah, down in yeah. North Carolina. And it was a school of spiritual direction run by Larry Crabb. Wow. And he oh, is this absolute fabulous mm-hmm. um, a lot of books Christian now. psychologist, mm-hmm. author. And it was life-changing mm-hmm. to me. That I week think I remember there, you. Do you remember yes. that? Yes. It was absolutely life-changing. Mm-hmm. And um, so when I saw that this was about spiritual direction and, um, you know, a lot of the stuff I'd learned back then mm-hmm. kind of came back and then mm-hmm again, relating to what I'm going through now, this cancer journey is going to be about nine months. Mm, yeah. It feels like, uh, obviously, I don't want it. I don't I yeah. don't want this. Yeah. I, I feel, I mean, sometimes, Hannah,
2: sometimes you feel tipped. Tipped.
1: I feel angry. Like, yeah. seriously? Yeah, Why do yeah. I have to have this? Yeah. And kind of shun, shunned in a way and kind of out of the stream of activity and like, really? And, kind of useless, kind of like relating to how this woman is unfolding in this novel. And I'm like, okay, this is so no accident. It's so no accident that, that, that woman reached out to me and said, I felt so prompted to have you read this book. I mean, some nights you guys, I I can't sleep. And I remember one night I read from like three in the morning till eight and just underline, underline, underline. And I knew, I knew it was God saying, Pay attention, pay attention. Mm. Just to just to little mm. things. And it's like he's digging in my soul. Yeah. Just like he dug in her. So yeah. that's you know, that's so that's good. why I was saying even fictional authors, yeah, um, can take what they've learned and set it in a character and tell a story in a way that you can relate better than reading like a theological sure. book. Sure, absolutely. Or a, a book on counseling or yeah. a book on yeah. you know get free or whatever and um and then of course some of the other characters and i'll just say one other one real quick um this mara has lived um a like rambunctious life a lot of relationships and just yuck and at one point um the spiritual director says to her when When God comes to mind, what do you think? What images come to your mind? Mm -hmm. And she says, nothing but disappointment. He's always disappointed in me. And the spiritual director's like, you know, tell me more about that and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, she gives this gal such wisdom that God is never, ever, ever disappointed in us. Because... To be disappointed in someone means you have expectations. Hmm. And um, she, she got, I was, I was even going to read some of it, but I won't because I'll leave it for you to read. (laughs) But she, her wisdom is when you understand that God knows absolutely everything about you and he has not one ounce of condemnation and shame for you. He has nothing but love and forgiveness and kindness and your highest, best good. And until you understand how desperately he loves you, you will never be able to walk freely with him. Oh, that's so good. And and on and on. And the gal says, then why do I carry so much guilt? Why can't I get rid of the guilt? Mm -hmm. And she says, because you're listening to the wrong voice and you're calling it the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. You're listening to a lie. You've seen your sin, you've recognized your sin, but you're stuck in your sin. And you uh, and you think that's the Holy Spirit condemning you when it's not, mm. and so uh, that's just a t- tag yeah. because the riches wow, in there good. and the different characters and their uh, their issues. I think yeah, any that's good. That's anybody good. that's looking for um, you know a deeper mm. walk yeah could yeah. benefit. It's called yeah. Sensible Shoes: A Story About the Spiritual Journey by Sharon brown. That's good. There you go. That's good. Um, one more I want to
0: recommend, but I'm not going to talk about it because you guys can read it and mm-hmm. we've already gone over our time limit. <laughs> is um, Lisa Turkhurst wrote yes. a book, It's Not Supposed to Be This Way. Mm-hmm. And it is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, she is one also that I had to listen to um, a little bit slower because there's so many nuggets of wisdom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She has been through a horrible situation of horrible season yeah with cancer and um infidelity in her marriage and just so
1: much and it all
0: happened at the same time all of it happened at the
1: same time i mean imagine physical pain emotional pain relational pain all at once
0: all of it at once and um That book is amazing. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you are in the middle of a hard season, no matter what that hard season is, it does not have to be cancer-related or relationship problems, this book has gold nuggets in it. It does. Absolutely gold gold nuggets. (laughs) Well, and Gwen and I keep saying to each other, Almost every sentence is like a tweetable sentence Right, right because there's right. so much wisdom. So, so you like, I must have to like pause it and think
1: what she just said. Right. That whoa, that's mm-hmm. there's truth. She to that. has a knack for that. She as does. An author. Yeah, she knows how to very succinctly say yeah. a, mm-hmm. a spiritual gem. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely.
0: Um, so. Those are books that you need to put on your Audible list or you need to go get them to the library. Um, and Costco. Costco. Amazon. Amazon. Amazon the, Target. Exactly. Anywhere you can get them. Those are, let's see, what is that? One, two, three, four, five books that we just mm-hmm. recommended. So, all right, guys. If you still have several weeks left of summer, so there's plenty of time to grab these books and dive in. And, man, it's they're good stuff. They're good stuff. Um. I feel like we have a few announcements to make. Okay. That- oh,
1: can I make one real quick? Okay. If you ordered an um oh, a okay. bracelet, a, one of our Ashet Shail, should I say it right? Ashet Shail, yeah. Uh, bracelet, and you have not received it, we beg of you,
2: mm-hmm.
1: get a hold of us and give us your address because we're just missing some snail mail addresses, There's about, like- about five of you. Yeah. That it's not many, but it is five of you that do not have them, <laughs> and we feel
0: terrible. We want to get them to you immediately. Yeah. So yeah. Um, now everybody else that has received them, because a whole mess of you received them, yay, yay, yay! Um, why don't you take a little picture of it and you can post it on Facebook mm-hmm. and tag us with um, you can tag us. At she speaks stories or hashtag she speaks stories and. Um, yeah, we would love to see them on you and know that you're praying for Katie. Um, Katie is in the middle of a new um, chemo cocktail. Is that what they call them? Mm-hmm, chemo cocktail. Mm-hmm. So she was every two weeks and now she's every single week, but it's a different cocktail than the every two weeks. And so she just had one this past week and now she'll have that all the way up until about October 1st. Mm-hmm. So your prayers in, matter.
1: And in, in, in speaking of your prayers, I cannot tell you how grateful I am yeah. to all your comments and all your prayers and all your thoughts, and uh, I'm just overwhelmed by love, and I'm, and I'm just grateful. Yeah, I well, love you and all. And your
0: prayers matter. They really, they really, really, they really do make matter. A and so, um, yeah, keep praying, keep praying. And I'll tell you, the beautiful thing is um, when Gwen and I post, um, and Maddie, Kate, when we post on mm-hmm. social media, the. Um, graphics for Katie updates. You guys go nuts and
1: praying for her online and I love it.
0: It is quite beautiful.
1: That's because they see my poor bald head and they're like, that girl needs some prayer. No, it's beautiful. No, 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 no. Yes, it's beautiful.
0: So, um, and also if you've not followed us on social media, whether it is, um, Instagram or Facebook, come over and do that. Uh, because we have loads of fun over there. So come follow us on there. And, um, it, also, There's a way for you to be able to share this episode directly to your friends, um, whether you go to um, any of the podcast platforms, whether it's Apple Podcasts or Spreaker or Spotify, any of those. There's a way that you can actually text episodes to your friends so if you have a favorite episode share it or you can share on social media um, by clicking the share button and we would love to for you guys to do that because we believe stories change lives and we believe that more people that hear these stories that god is able to do an incredible work in their life so all right amen yeah all right guys well we love you and we we will hopefully see you next week
2: Bye. bye bye